want to welcome all of our listeners to the 19th episode of Minority Report with Eric and Carell. Each episode, we talk with real operators in digital media. Today, joining us is Shira Atkins, co-founder and CMO of Wonder Media Network. Let's jump in and get to know Shira. Shira, how are you? I'm okay. Happy to be here. We're, we're, uh, we're happy to have you. We're excited. Love to, to hear what you're, what you're doing now. What, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do for a living? And tell us about your sort of areas of expertise. For sure. So I am the co-founder and CMO of Wonder Media Network, which is about a year and a half old podcasting company based here in New York. I started this company with a dear friend of mine from college when her mom decided to run for Congress in North Carolina, where she's from. My friend was working, Jenny is her name, my co-founder, was working as a reporter at Bloomberg. And her mom, along with tons of other women, decided to run for office. And we felt like that was an incredible story that wasn't being told particularly well. At the time, I was working as a brand strategy consultant. I had my own small shop and was looking to do something a little bit more meaningful. So she reached out to me with this idea. We took a look at the podcasting space, thought that there was a lot of opportunity to tell women's stories and amplify all of the stories that we don't typically hear in mainstream media and couch in in politics and business and culture and go from there. So that is what I do literally all day long because when you have a startup, that is life. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Before you started doing that, tell us about you. Where, where were you born and where were you raised? I was born in the East Village, but I grew up mostly in Montclair, New Jersey. Um, <laughs> I always wanted to be a New Yorker like when I was growing up, if I'm being honest. <laughs> and then my parents actually moved to Manhattan when I was a senior in high school, and they are now on the Upper West Side. So, you know, metro area. And then I went to school in Providence, Rhode Island, and came straight back to New York after that, and started out my career in digital media, and have worked my way through sort of like all parts of the media business, and now as a co-founder of a new one, again, I'm doing everything from taking out the trash to trying to hawk podcast ads to anyone who will take them. <laughs> That's awesome. How did you get started uh, down your career path? So I studied Russian literature in college, and I wanted to go into academia. I sort of felt like the world of ideas was the only world. And then I was worried about having to live in Russia. <laughs> Because if you want to get a PhD in Russian literature, you actually have to spend time there. And it's like a pretty horrible place to live. And I more and more felt like I wanted to be in the world, whatever that was, and was interviewing around for a bunch of newsroom positions and was about to take a job at CNN. And then I was approached by a independently wealthy woman who wanted to start a yoga publication. And I had been a yoga teacher throughout college and a serious practitioner. And so I thought like, well, I guess CNN will always be around, which at the time I didn't know the current state of affairs. Um, <laughs> and, and so I thought, you know, like what the hell, I'll just do this for a little while and see what happens. So my first job out of school was starting an online publication for a hedge fund billionaire's wife. Mm. And then, so what, what do you what do you like about what you're doing today? The industry that you're in, obviously, like you said, you're you're grinding every day, all day long, right? Hustling. What do you like about the space you're in? I think the podcasting space, as you guys know, is like pretty exciting. 
there's kind of unlimited potential. In a certain way, this is just on-demand radio, and it's quite... We're using technology that's been around for a really long time. Mm-hmm. We're using a format that's been around for a really long time. Right. But with the recent boom of the past six years or so, there's pretty cool opportunity for small fish like me to get in and actually make impact. And the space itself is small enough that just a year and a half in, I know everybody that I need to know and have all the expertise that I need to have. And so it's fun to be able to feel like I'm doing something, um, which I guess is that in the world piece that I always wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, And also I love audio. I mean, I'm a voracious consumer of audio content. I think there's like something really powerful about the human voice quite literally in your ear. Um, You know, the maximum of the space is that it's intimate, but it is really intimate. Gotcha. I love it. And so I want to ask you a question about inclusivity, right? So Obviously, where you're going with audio and and your company and and sort of focusing on uh, women and the empowerment of of women, what do you feel like we need to do sort of in business and marketing and advertising to improve sort of the inclusivity of of the space? Yeah. So one of the largest pitfalls of the space these days is that every celebrity wants to have a podcast, thinks they should have a podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. And the platforms are themselves vying for users' attention. And so they're really excited to lean in to mm-hmm. the celebrity effect. And so when Conan O'Brien or Will Ferrell says, hey, I want a podcast, like the platforms get very excited about this. And that closes the gap. I mean, n- not in a good way. It yeah. like, leaves the rest of us out. And it leaves all of the original cool indie storytelling that the podcast space is known for out because the best way to hear about a podcast short of another podcast is to be on the front page of any of the platforms. Mm -hmm. So that is a huge issue. And I don't need to tell you guys about all of the issues of representation. (laughs) Like obviously whatever you are seeing and hearing on the front pages, everything. Gotcha. And, and, you know, you're out there, like you said earlier, trying to close deals for your company, trying to get advertising, trying to grow the business Have you run up into any sort of roadblocks or challenges that you think have occurred because you are a woman? Yes. (laughs) Definitely. I think I never want to play the woman card too Mm -hmm. much if Mm -hmm. I'm not using it to sell something is the sort of real truth, my real truth. I think people are more concerned about us being young and us having a smaller audience because we're new. Gotcha. Um, Generally, advertisers are pretty psyched that our audience is 98% women because women make the majority of decisions and have more purchasing power. That's but, certainly the case in my household. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do feel, I mean, the name of our company is Wonder Media Network, and we named it Wonder Media Network because we want to have a sense of wonder, but also WMN is mm-hmm. women short. And I have been referred to, along with my partner, Jenny, my business partner, as like the wonder ladies or the wonder girls fairly often. And again, I don't mind if it's memorable because my whole job is for us to be memorable. Right, right. That's a good thing. Mm -hmm. But it's it's certainly diminutive. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. All right. For anyone out there that's sort of listening to this, right, that uh, is trying to start their own business that may run into roadblocks because of their gender or or some other you know diverse background or representation, if you will. 
what advice would you have for them to sort of get through that, get over that? Like what, it, what, what do you do yourself to kind of keep pushing forward? It's all a confidence game. Mm-hmm. I mean, all media is a confidence game. When we were getting started, everyone said, oh, you're like crooked media, but for women. Or like, you're Politico, but pink. Or you're, you're like the skim, but like a little more serious. Like everyone was trying to fit us into, into somebody some else's. some sort of box or something. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which, again, I understand that's, like the hum- that's how the human mind works. We're all just trying to make connections. And I do empathize with that. But I think for anyone trying to break into the space, mm-hmm. You have to know why. You have to know what your why is, and you have to believe that you belong in the rooms. And the reason that we've been able to be so successful is because we can tell a story really well, and we can make people believe whatever we're saying. So, you know, I'm a saleswoman, Mm. ultimately, which I didn't think I was before I stepped into this role. And probably the most exhausting part of my day is putting on the face that, like, I can conquer anyone, Mm. which is also certainly, like, I mean, this is, again, this is quite personal, but, like, I'm using everything I have. And that includes like my femininity, my sexuality, my gender, because like I want to use it and then I want to win and I want to prove to people that like this type of business is viable without taking traditional venture money as well. Mm. That's, uh, that's really cool. And that's fascinating. You know, I'm thinking you have amazing content on you know, sort of mentorship and, you know, mentors and, and uh, as you were just describing everything that you do to sort of navigate, you know, the week, the day, the month, the year, did you have heroes or mentors that help guide you or sort of teach you what you just described? The, the short answer is that I don't actually have a single mentor, and I've been sort of desperately seeking one for a long time. Shameless plug, we actually have a show about mentorship called For Future Reference. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, and it's all about especially how women can find mentors in this era. But I have been unsuccessful. It's probably my own doing it's probably an ego issue truthfully so instead i just try to mimic whatever i see is beautiful or impressive in others and mm. make everyone my mentor i would like to have somebody that i could go to my husband i go to he's sort of like a mentor your business partner too i would assume right for sure, yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah yeah you know and thank you for your honesty there because it's it's um it's interesting you know a lot of the folks we talk with you know sometimes you have a lot of mentors or folks that work with you and we also encounter a lot of people who is just as you described don't have any mentors that's a very real thing too right so how do you feel like that uh, might affect how you work with others because i'm sure there's a lot of folks who are asking you for guidance and asking you to sort of figure out how they can figure out their own sort of paths forward maybe mentorship's not the right word but do you do you work with others to sort of help develop them i would say the the more work that i have to do and the more intense work gets not only the less charitable have I become, but also the less empathetic, at least with the people in my own office. Mm. <laughs> because I am paying their salaries and I want them to be doing really good work all the time. And I feel like my fuse is actually quite short. But what that's done is made me feel really bad about myself because I'm not my best self with the people that I need to be mentoring most. And therefore, more charitable with people, random people who reach out to me and ask me for help. Also because when you start something, the only way that you get any success is people answering your emails. Mm -hmm. And so I have made it my business to answer every Facebook message and every email that I get and give something of value. And again, the confidence thing, this is much less like a 
I don't ever put on false confidence if somebody's actually genuinely asking for help. But if I feel that there is an answer that I have, I give it. Gotcha. Where do you draw inspiration from? My yoga practice, for sure. I think the human body is incredible. Mm. I believe that we're vessels for the divine. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I draw inspiration from like my own human form and mm -hmm. the fact that like I am healthy is pretty inspiring and magical, even though I am so overcome with like angstiness about the city. It is quite a beautiful city and there's so much diversity and like just I try to like take breaths on the street and like mm. feel the energy that this place has to offer. And I do have like my favorite podcasts and my favorite books and my friends. But these days, like finding it within myself and being disciplined about like letting inspiration be a part of my daily life is incredibly important. You know, uh, I was fascinated about how you talk about the fallacy of, of work-life balance. So we have to ask you about work-life balance. <laughs> Talk about that for a little bit. There is no such thing as work-life balance. I'm raising my hands in the air because I, I agree uh, with you. Me too. <laughs> two hands. Two hands and, and uh, two hands and maybe a foot. <laughs> like even in one breath, as I just said, that like I draw deep inspiration from my yoga practice, I also feel incredible self-loathing that like I didn't actually practice today, even though I'm avowedly somebody who practices every day. And I drink more alcohol than I've ever drunk in my entire life. And I sleep less than I've ever slept in my entire life. <laughs> and my skin is worse. And like I am, don't really see friends. And like I walk around and I see dollar signs on people's heads because that is what my job is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think that's okay. Like life is work and work is life. Yeah, and work, right. not just like the jobs that we have, but like we are just occupying ourselves until we die. And hopefully in the meantime, like doing something meaningful. And so like if you're doing work, and in my case, like I started this thing. Right, so like right. I'm going to do this thing. Yeah, that, it's your, that is your life, the thing you started. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to do a really good job and yeah. I want to support the people around me. And of course, the caveat to all of this is like burnout is incredibly real. Mm -hmm. And there's no life form if burnout occurs. So I have to preserve, as the yogis say, your prana, like your energy or mm -hmm. your life force. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, just do what needs to be done. So how do you preserve that? I get massages. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real, that's a real answer. <laughs> I smoke pot. <laughs> that's a real answer. Um, hey, you're going to make me feel better about booking my next one. <laughs> um, yeah, like I love to cook for myself. That that usually is the thing that brings me back. Also because like I spend so much money just like going out and buying food all the time. Mm. Or like caviaring things to my office. Again, with the bougie, ridiculous answers, but it is true. So, yeah, I mean, deciding to get home before, like, 8 p.m. and cooking a meal mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, like, smoking a joint is how I come back to myself. Okay, that's a real answer. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds like pretty good advice to uh, some people entering the space. Any other sort of advice or tips to people sort of moving into, you know, your industry? Well, moving into podcasting specifically, yeah, don't burn out your ears. I burnt out my ears listening to too much audio content, mm. and I now actually don't have a good sense for what sounds good. 
So I've been listening to a lot of music recently and only listen to like 20 to 30 minutes of like podcast content every day. Yeah. I was listening to like six hours of content on a daily basis and that was just way too much. So it's really good to keep your finger on the pulse of what's happening and what's hot and all of that, but you only need a little taste actually to know that. You know what's interesting there is when we started this podcast a year and a half ago, I did the same thing. I think I subscribed to like 25, 30 different podcasts and it just... I just at one point was just completely exhausted and got nothing out of it. And I just had to cut uh, a lot of what I subscribed to. So I, I hear totally what you're saying. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. There's also this feeling like there's 750,000 podcasts out there. Wow. And granted, like only about 5,000 of them are actually good. But 5,000 is a lot. And yeah. there are launches every day. And it's not just an industry thing. It's like, oh, my God, Malcolm Gladwell just released this new thing. Like, hell yeah, I want to listen to that. Mm. But it will always be there. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. So make the list of what you want to listen to and then set the time aside to listen to it when the time is right. Right, right, right. Fun question for you. Name three apps on your phone that you use the most outside of email and calendar. Mm. Is it lame to say my weather app? Nope. <laughs> I, <laughs> We've had that answer on the show before. <laughs> I use Carrot, which is um, you pay like $3 for it, but it has funny little sayings at the top. Like, it's raining meat bag. Like, crazy. It's so stupid, but I love it. Audible, all of the podcast apps. Mm -hmm. Autumn, I love. They actually have a relationship with The Atlantic. We're sitting at the Atlantic offices right now. <laughs> um, so I can listen to long-form content on the go. Another way that my ears have burned out. But, you know. I also, because I'm in the political space, too, I use Signal, <laughs> which is a texting yeah. app. All right. Um yeah. Shira, for all of our listeners, tell us how they can find you or keep the conversation going. Well, you can find our podcasts at wondermedianetwork.com. We're on Instagram at wmn.media. You can email me, Shira, S-H-I-R-A, at wondermedianetwork.com. And per my previous statement, I will answer your email. Um, <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us today. It's been great. And for all of our listeners, obviously, thank you for sharing all the episodes. And you can find us wherever you find all of your fun and exciting audio. Thanks for listening. <laughs>